Welcome to Southern Illinois Worship Center. Today, you'll be hearing a powerful message from our latest series. Let's listen in now. I want to thank you for inviting us into your home. I pray that you and your family have had a joyous Christmas holiday together. And I pray most of all that you took the time to just enjoy the moments with your loved ones and that you have made the most of your time together. There are so many things that I would like to say to each of you. First and foremost, I want to say thank you. I want to thank you for your faithfulness that you have shown over the past 18 to 24 months. I think all of us know that there's never been a season quite like this, and I pray that there never is again. But through this, you have shown the resolve that true disciples are to display during seasons of trouble. Over the last two years, the strength of your faith, the strength of your generosity, and the strength of your prayers have sustained the local church to continue to be a light in a dark place. I have always said that in theory, yet always been able to back that theory up with biblical truth for many years, that the church would go out with the same power that it was birthed in with. Now I can see that truth moving from just a biblical truth into a stark reality and a self-evident truth. Over the last two years, I have been a front row witness to the transition, specifically of just our local house into a spiritual oasis in the middle of a wilderness. And over the last few months, watch new ministries being birthed, people developing burdens, new classes and community groups created. And for me, it is a great joy to drive through our campus and see the church filled nearly every night and every room filled with the people of God diving deep into God's word. It's truly a joy to walk into rooms and see how many of you are actually living out your God-given destiny and the purpose that he has for your life. We must remind ourselves that this is the church truly being the church. We have been, we are, and we will continue to be a church on purpose across the aisle, across the street, and around the world. We are doing this today because we chose to give the entire staff a week just to catch their breath and to prepare themselves for a brand new calendar year. We know as a staff that the work ahead is serious. And we also know that time is running out and time is changing very quickly. We are instructed in the scripture to redeem the time for the days are evil. And we also are instructed in the scripture that we must work the work of him who sent us while there is day for the night cometh in John chapter nine and verse four. I want to take these few moments that I have with you and ask you over the next few days from this Sunday to the next time we meet again in person to consider a few things, to prepare your own heart and mind and to seriously consider making the year of 2022 a year where you are totally submitted to God and we begin to worship and praise and lead and serve in total abandonment to God. I'm sitting here at one of the most beautiful locations in our city, located right in the middle of Heron, Illinois. This place is what they call the dragonfly. The individuals here have been so generous and kind 
and being gracious hosts to us. And we want to extend our thankfulness for their kindness to us as a church. There's something interesting about this place. I think this place and this venue shows us that there are many times in life that we can drive, walk, and live with tunnel vision. We see things in a blur because of familiarity and we develop tunnel vision. Or as some would say, we cannot see the forest through the trees. There are times we just get caught up in the flow of life and we miss the moments, places, people, and the purposes that actually matter. There's a beautiful verse that we should use as a guide as we enter in to 2022. And it's found in Philippians chapter four and verses eight and nine. Paul writes there, he says, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, and whatever things are of a good report, and if there is any virtue, and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. And then those things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do. And the God of peace will be with you. So many times as we read through that scripture, we come across certain words that may leap out at us. And the word meditate just leaps off the page as I begin to read that. And most often we use the word meditate to say, to murmur or mumble over and over as a constant reminder. But in this text, the word meditate there means to consider, like a mathematical calculation. So in other words, we should look for the things that are noble or take into account things that are pure, things that are lovely, things that wind up being of a good report and things that are ultimately praiseworthy, consider those things. That our minds should be calculating on those things that are on the positive side of the ledger. These are the things that we must put into our equation before we state our claim, or we allow the natural things in this world to destroy or to rattle our faith. We should look for and also consider all the good that is happening and all the amazing things that God has done in our lives and he is doing in our life. And then put all of that into an account and meditate on that. Calculate it, meditate. But then also after you've calculated it in meditation, then rehearse that over and over and over again in your mind and in your life so that your faith is not rattled, so that your faith is not fragile, but rather your faith is strong. Look for and consider all of that. And then once your viewpoint has changed, then you, then you can make plans on how you will purpose your life and how you'll live your life. So let's just take a few things into account. I'm here at a place called Dragonfly. And on the surface, that doesn't mean much. And the Bible doesn't mention a dragonfly at all, very specifically. But there's a tremendous amount that we can learn and consider from one of God's greatest creations, the dragonfly. Just consider for a moment that in the lifespan of a dragonfly, it will go through what's called a molt 17 times. And each molt lasts approximately seven months. A molt is just simply the shaking off of the old and stepping in to the new. And each time, that the dragonfly goes through this molt, shakes off the old and transforms itself. It's transferring itself from something that is old into something that is newer 
and bigger and a better version of itself. The dragonfly symbolizes growth. And Hebrews chapter 6 tells us that we, as the people of God, are to do the same thing. That we are to shake off the old and then move on unto perfection. 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse 2 encourage us to long for the spiritual milk so that we may grow up into salvation. Just go back and consider how this all began in your walk with the Lord. Paul gives us this idea in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17, where he says that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. He has shaken off the old and he is now a new creature. The old things have passed away and now all things become new. These are the stages of our life as a Christian. And every stage of growth in a dragonfly's life comes with changes. And I believe over the last 18 to 24 months, we have had many challenges and we have experienced great change. And all of that has caused growth in our faith and a deeper walk with the Lord. In the later stages of a dragonfly life, the dragonfly becomes more beautiful and more colorful. And in the life of a believer, it is the goal and the purpose and the destiny for our lives that through every change, through every challenge, that we become more beautiful and more colorful, or summed up like this, we become more like Christ. Not only is the dragonfly simply just about growth and development, but the dragonfly is destined for great things in its life just like we are. The dragonfly can move at a speed of 45 miles an hour. In addition to the speed of a dragonfly, it can also fly in all directions and it can also hover like a helicopter. We should take the attributes of a dragonfly, the speed in which it can fly, the versatility that it has, as an invitation in our own lives to have the courage and the determination to move out of our own comfort zones and venture into the unknown. And I believe that God is telling us in this season that we have to move faster than we ever have before and into areas that we have never ventured before. Now I know as I say that you're going to have to move faster and move into areas that may be uncomfortable. You may say, well, I don't know if I have that kind of courage. I would tell you that you do. I just want you to again consider the great power and the authority that God has instilled into each of us as the children of God. Paul said to Timothy that God did not give us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. Peter would write to us in 1 Peter chapter 2, in verses 17 through 21, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him, the eyes of your understanding then being enlightened, and that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And then that you would know the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, the same power which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places far above all principality and power and might and dominion in every name that is named, not only in this age, but also 
in the age to come. That's some serious power. And we should take that power and authority and allow that to encourage us to move faster than we have ever moved and venture into areas we've never been. It is one of the core culture points of the church at SIWC to live with audacity. I believe we should do that more than ever before in the year 2022. We should dream big, pray big prayers, and walk out our faith more than ever before. Just consider again, if you've ever witnessed a dragonfly move across the earth or across water, it's an act that actually defies the ordinary. Do you know how much the Bible, God's word, encourages each of us to defy the ordinary and to step out in faith and then take one step beyond the ordinary and venture into the extraordinary? The whole word of God, the whole counsel of God is about moving in the supernatural, stepping out into the extraordinary. And that spirit should be interwoven into the heart of every believer that is listening to me today to take one step beyond where you are comfortable. And as you take the last step of your faith, you enter into God's extraordinary and God's supernatural for your life. Lastly, a dragonfly is known to fly only for a short amount of time during its lifespan. It spends its longest amount of time as a nymph which scientifically means an immature state. However, despite its short flying life, a dragonfly flies millions of miles during this stage of its life. In other words, the dragonfly takes full advantage of the time it has. I said we as a staff know that the time is running short and that we are to redeem the time. We must live this life for God to its fullest. And in order to live this life for God to its fullest and to take advantage of all the time that we have here and now, you cannot afford to carry the baggage of the past into the future. You have to let go of the past and those things that are behind you so that you can live the fullest life that God has for you. The Bible teaches us about living in the present and not worrying about our tomorrows. Jesus recorded in Matthew 6, he said, don't worry about what you're going to eat or what you're going to drink or what you're going to wear. For after all these things, the Gentiles seek, but your heavenly father knows that you need all these things, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. So therefore do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow has its own things to worry about and sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Then we would come to the writing to the churches and Paul would write to the church of the Philippi. He said, brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. So let's make a decision over the next few days the last few days of 2021. Let's make a decision that we're going to let go of everything that is in the past. And then we're going to determine and purpose that we're going to reach forward. We're going to take full advantage of the future, the destiny, and the purpose that God has for us.
We're going to live it out fully and with audacity. So take the next few days and prayerfully consider a few questions. How can the changes and the challenges that you have experienced over the last few years and few months, how can those cause you to grow and cause you to become more like Jesus Christ? How will you allow the power of God, that power that can do exceedingly and abundantly above anything that you can ask or think, how will you allow that power to work through you and in you and for you in the year of 2022? Lastly, will you let go of hurt, of pain, of sorrow, of grief, and of trouble? Let go of anything that would hold you back from living the life that God has for you right here and right now. I would ask that you would prayerfully consider those things. And then that you would make 2022 a life that is worth living and a life that is lived to its fullest, experiencing everything that God has for you. And lastly, that we would experience the destiny and the purpose for our local house, the church, that is a city that is set upon a hill that is not easily hid. May we redeem our time and may we work the work of him who sent us while we have that time in our lives. Thank you for listening today. Be sure to check out our podcast weekly, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. You can also visit siwcenter.org to find out more information about Southern Illinois Worship Center. Be sure to join us right here next week.